Hi, I'm Chuck. And, uh... and welcome to Biker Life Radio. We're so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We've got a very well unprepared show lined up just for you. Biker Life Radio is for those who ride and those who inspire to ride. We are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and bring real life stories of the biker lifestyle. All right. Well, you know what? This is really going to be the Deb show today. Oh. You've got everything ready and set up, Deb, to, you to go over things. You do that to me often, and I'm well, not so you know, sure I've asked you for that. days to go ahead and get things down and writing, that kind of thing. Well, I've been trying to prepare a little bit because uh, we've been on the road, and it's just been a lot of fun, a lot of adventure, a lot of um, things that we have never, I don't know if that I've ever seen before, but I think that it's important that we bring those to our audience because it's been an adventure. It's been a journey. And although we are not on our motorcycles, um, we have been seeing a ton of them. Would you agree? We have. We have seen an awful lot of motorcycles. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't been on one of them, which has been <laughs> the saddest part about this trip. Uh, as many of you may know, the whole intentions about getting this RV was to have our, my bike, Thumper. We were going to tow Thumper around the country. But Thumper didn't make it. Thumper is still in uh, Memphis, Texas, in a garage, weeping, <laughs> as am I. And, and we're weeping. And, and especially, um, if you get a chance, we'll post some uh, photos up on the page on the Chuck and Deb show. We'll get some over on Biker Life Radio as well. And uh, But the pictures, Deb, they just won't do it justice, I don't think. No, and I, we had lots of conversations as we were driving through the mountain country. And although we posted some videos today, um, and we'll make sure that we share those on all of our uh, pages as well. So no matter what group you're part of and or the Chuck and Deb show, we'll make sure that we share those. Because as you mentioned, the majesty of riding through the Rocky Mountains you just, you can't express it. Even when the photos, we took photos and videos, I think the videos came the closest. And the only reason why I would say that the videos came close is because you were crazy enough to stick your arm out of the RV as I am treacherously driving up and down those mountains um, with an extended camera out there to get the shots because you wanted to, um, as much as possible, allow our guests and viewers to see a little bit of the awesomeness and it's not Blisters. just that they're mountains but they're just absolutely phenomenally grand, huge. huge and you know i was watching a western the other night and i was looking i noticed the mountains in the background i'm, I'm like the it's just not doing it justice and you know we lived in colorado we actually grew up got married in colorado uh -huh. and uh i don't you know we always live we lived at the base of pike speak and Pike's Peak is a very large mountain as well. It is, yes. And, but, you know, I think we took advantage of the situation, you know, and it is a beautiful scene to have every day to be able to get up in the morning and look at the huge Pike's Peak yes. and the whole front range. It's beautiful. But as you live there, I think uh, you sort of forget about it and maybe take advantage of it just like we do in Florida. You know, we go, we go there, we have the beaches and things like that. But how often after you've been there a while do you get out to the beach? At least that's the way it's worked for us. Then again, usually we're out on the motorcycle, so we don't go to the beach as much. Right. And, but, you know, I believe some of it may have been an age thing, too, because I don't believe that when you're younger, you truly value 
I bet things that's the was. same because, you know, even, you know, I think about our children and they, I know, although they may love the water and living close to the water, they may not necessarily value it in the same way that they will when they get older and the fact that they can actually go and experience some of that. And it, and it takes visitors, I think, to determine and help understand the awesomeness of that. And so the mountains were just phenomenal. I, and again, we've probably, I've probably been through them at some point in my lifetime, but to see know. them the way we saw them. And the funny thing is, is, you know, people have said that in an RV, you see things in a different way from a different perspective. And it is true that as you are up off the ground and really part of that, I don't know, it's, it's interesting to, to experience that in a whole different way because we were up and off the ground and, you know, I was going through those <laughs> winding off the ground. roads. What does that mean? Up well, and off you know, the ground. sometimes when you're in a car, it, you're really feeling, and you don't realize it when you drive a car every single day, but if you have a different vehicle that takes you up and off the road, your perspective is different. And that's, that's what I experienced by driving the RV through that mountain, treacherous mountain range. Okay. And I will say that, that, you know, I just have got to be honest with our listeners and those that are watching is that I am extremely, extremely, extremely afraid of heights. And the only way that I think that I could probably get through the mountain range was to be in the driving seat. But there were times, <laughs> Thank <laughs> there, there are times when I even, and I had mentioned that to Chuck, that I had to just look at the road and look at my lane and follow between the yellow and the white line in order to not look at the down slope of the drop or, you know, there's no guardrails. And although we have ridden the tail of the dragon, we both kind of said, I think that this is completely oh, yeah. different in many ways, and I can't wait to get back on the motorcycle and drive these, uh, the, the great mountains of Colorado. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, that was the sad pat uh, part about it all was that uh, we, you know, just didn't have an opportunity to, uh, to ride the bike because, man, that would have been so great to be, on, be able to ride that on a bike. But at the same time, at the same time I say that, I think about what we were able to experience because we didn't get to ride. You know, you would have probably been driving or maybe you wouldn't have let me get on the bike alone because you didn't want to be in the RV alone and take it up that pass and down the pass, by the way. That's true. Um, and I did get a recording of that. We'll make sure that these get up on YouTube and all the other social media that we have so you can see how the well, Deb drove. I mean, she only had a <laughs> mile or two of people behind her, but that was no oh, big deal. Oh, goodness. That was only no, once and I pulled over. Was, but anyway. Um, hey, better safe than sorry. That's right. I'm the one that got to look down the cliff the whole time. Well, and I think you enjoyed it. Was the bad, was the bad part of it or good part of it? But I, I couldn't. You said, look over here. And I'm like, I can't. I can't look over there. I was just, I had to stay, keep an eye on there, the road. There were times, there were at least one time where I sort of felt a little, ooh. Uh, <laughs> You know, because it all all it would take just a little, you know, veer to the right. And I even told you, hey, you know, is something or if a rock because they always got falling rocks. Yes. Or if uh, a car come over in your lane, you're going through them. All right. right? We're, we're not going over the edge. <laughs> no. Just go through whatever's in front of you. So that was our plan. That's what we talked about. That's because true. That's there, I, I figured we had a better chance of staying on the road, hitting a boulder or another car than we would have if we had had to go over those cliffs up there because they were up Steep, there. Yep. I mean, I mean, we'd have rolled thousands of times. And, and I, no way would have made. I it. think I counted four or five mountain passes. I don't know if you counted, but I was counting because everyone, I'm like, oh my goodness, not another one. Here we go up, 
the mountain and down the mountain. So um, I was really, I was really happy, although it was beautiful. And now that we've watched videos and looked at things, I'm grateful that we had the opportunity to do that. I yeah. just, uh, I was glad to get to flat ground and kind of get back to level ground a little bit. <laughs> well, I'll tell you though, it was, uh, it was extraordinary. There's absolutely no doubt. And so next time you're watching a movie and you, you see a mountain scene in the back, just know that it's, it's just not showing how really grand it really is. You've got to experience it. And, you know, the Smoky Mountains, they're fantastic too. Uh, but there's something about the Rockies. There's just something about the Rockies that was a little bit different this and, time. And the word, I think, Rocky Mountains is fitting because yeah. until you're up close like that, they are truly Rocky Mountains. And they're, each of the passes from my perspective, seemed very, very different from one another. Some of them were very sharp peaks. Others were not as sharp. Uh, some of them, you know, were more grandiose in their own way, and others seemed more like a hill type. It was just interesting to see that every single pass was different. Some of it, we had um, major tree lines. Others, we didn't have any tree lines whatsoever. So they were all so uniquely different, and I think that that was what I loved about you know, doing the drive and, and taking that trip so far. Yeah, I wish we could do something about the mics. I apologize for the ruffling uh, of our mics. We need to, we typically have a, a boom arm, which we do have with us, um, brought just about everything that, that we own. <laughs> I think the studio's here. Setup. Yeah, the whole studio's here. Yeah. But as you can see, we're sort of limited with space. This is actually our dining room, uh, couch and living room. Living room, We have yeah. a table right here, uh, which is about, Oh, I can't tell you. That's maybe a foot and a half, Deb, two yeah, foot. Yeah, so I want to welcome quite. everyone into our home on <laughs> six wheels because we are truly living the life and, on and, the road. Don't forget, we got listeners on the podcast, so we got to be a little bit more visual about uh, how our description is. Sure. Uh, but we are in a confined space. What would you, how big is this, Deb? Um, our, our RV is 25 feet long. And uh, I think once the slide out's out, maybe it's 12 feet wide. And we are sitting in the living room area, as Chuck mentioned. The slide out. Uh, the slide out So area. I expect so. it to fall out because I'm sitting here <laughs> any moment now. So normally it's about eight feet wide when it's in. And so it's a pretty small traveling home. Uh, but the beauty is, is that we're so used to working together. It's not a big, big deal. And we make the most of it. So I tried to uh, do what I could to make the most with the space. And the reason why we're not outside as we were the last time is the wind and the afternoon. First of all, let's stop and talk about where we are. So uh, we are sitting today in Williams, Arizona, which is just a little west of the Flagstaff area. So it's at the base of the mountains. Uh, we will be bringing some great footage, I anticipate, plan and on uh, plan on doing that from the Grand Canyon. So that's one of the yes, major... 66 right over here the world famous route 66 runs right through williams here that's so right. we'll get some footage of that hopefully and uh, get out there and do some things as, as far as that goes in williams williams, uh, williams arizona. arizona yep so uh we wanted to bring outside to you however the, the location of where we're staying in the rv park it was and it was not only pretty loud from roadway noise but it was also extremely windy out so what they've what they have happen here is in the afternoons the the thunderstorms roll through and or 
um, buy. And but it, but what happens is because it's such flat land, it typically ha has a lot of wind and wind gusts. And so uh, that's what happened. We went out and we're like, there's no way in the world we can talk and outdoors. And it's not that flat. I I was thinking that maybe it's because of the way the mountain structure is, the way the mm. the wind currents or something come through here. Because the, as we were coming up, uh, you, there was a big, huge gust of wind, and there was a lot of gust of winds. But there was this one in particular as we were coming up here to Williams right. uh, that uh, sort of wooed us a little bit, right. uh, which was uh, quite interesting. But yeah, there was a lot of uh, wind as we came up, but it seemed like seemed like maybe the way the mountains are shaped because we have mountains here. It's not That's it's not true. totally flat. No, it's not flat. You know, it's not and like the, and the there is elevation desert that we went through, and there was hills hills there. But, right. Um, I think we'll get that on the way home. <laughs> What's that? The flat? The, oh, there'll the, be, the oh flat there's desert. plenty of flat, Kevin. Don't you worry about that. You're going to wish you had that mountain pass soon. Oh. Well, you have to go through, I don't know, probably Texas yeah, again Texas, or Oklahoma yeah. probably. Right. So. Exactly. So a little bit about our adventure. So I wanted everyone to know where we are located now and invite them into our home because that's where we are is our home away from home. And so we are in an RV park, but a little bit about our journey so far. Uh, we left our destination to Colorado Springs, Colorado, which is beautiful, as you mentioned, at the base of Pikes Peak. Magnificent. And I do remember um, quite some time ago driving into that area and just knowing the majesty and the beauty of Pikes Peak, as you had mentioned. And so, you know, I didn't take that for granted this time. I think I looked at the mountains in a whole new way at, at this time in life. And that's, it was beautiful. So we started from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Our first destination we hit was Canyon City. And we decided to stay at a really quaint very small RV park called Mountain View RV Park in Canyon City, Colorado. And we should start giving these stars. What is our rating system going to be? Our, oh, Five or ten stars. Well, we got to we got to give them gears. How about gears? Everybody else does stars. Let's give them gears. We're the well, first you gears can do whatever you want, off. but online they give five stars. I think. I so. know. I would give um, Mountain View uh, RV. I probably would give them a five gear, five star. I'd give them pretty close rating. to that. I think yep. you know they didn't have a pool. Uh, the Wi-Fi was really good because that's where we shot our first uh, um, video, video and, and podcast, and podcast from. Right? So um, that was real good. So kudos on the the Wi-Fi. The it was very clean, very yes, very clean, very very clean. The people were friendly. Uh, it it was it was okay. It, you know, we haven't seen enough to really say. So I would put it up there at a four point five, leaving okay. room for a five. All right, I'm I'm with you too. Okay. Uh, things that made it clean. Let's just kind of go through that because you know, as someone that's beginning to travel, I didn't know what to look for. We didn't know what to look for. Uh, it was rocks in most of their sites, but they do a great job of keeping them level. And they have these pretty handy dandy tools on the end of their golf carts that helped rake <laughs> that every the, site. Yeah, the it rocks. was pretty. It was pretty cool to see that. And then um, they had concrete pads with picnic tables, and of course they were full hookup sites, so that made a significant difference. You have your water, your electric, and, and your sewer. So no questions. We didn't whatsoever. have any cable there. No cable. Right. So that you know, you're right. Now that that you're talking about it, that may maybe be a, maybe a four. four point five. They did not have a swimming pool for any of those extra amenities, but it was a small, quaint site right off the roadway. You know, about ten minutes away from um, the canyon. What Grand, canyon. Grand Canyon. No, no, no. no. no, no Royal no. Gorge. Royal Gorge. I'm like, this is a canyon Royal trip. Gorge. So the Royal Gorge, and uh, but they were super nice. We wanted to extend our stay. They were more than willing and able to do that for us at the last minute. So they were, yeah, 4.5, I would certainly say. 
Then we hit the the road. We went to the Royal Gorge. No, yeah, Royal Gorge. Royal <laughs> yeah, Gorge. went by the Royal Gorge on our way out of that area. And next, we ended up finding uh, a spot in Montrose, Colorado. Montrose. 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 Okay. And we stayed at Cedar Creek RV Park there. And, and that I was a puker for me. Okay. Especially at first. It, it actually ended it up not being it too didn't bad. Be so it was But not we had so bad. a end uh, site right at the entrance of the lot. Uh, the, at the park. the park. Right. And uh, I thought, oh, man, we're going to get headlights and all sorts of things. Well, we didn't get any of that. And it was actually a pretty quiet space other than all night long there was a banjo <laughs> playing. And you kept waking me up. What's the Deb, banjo? <laughs> Deb, did you hear the banjo? <laughs> Don't lie. Did you hear the banjo? Uh, I did hear some noises. Yeah. So that was that night. I'm telling you, there was some weird music going on. I'm not kidding either. I know. I heard springs or something making crazy noises. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what? Hear somebody in the middle of the night? Banjo or something. It was. It was interesting, but there were a couple things. First I yelled of all, at the guy the next morning. He was, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I didn't, I didn't yell at anybody. You didn't yell I at actually anybody. tried to hide so I don't have to speak to anybody. Oh, so yeah, the park, I would say, we got there kind of late, a little bit later than we had hoped for. And, you know, I would. I'd almost rate it maybe a three. Mm. They, the, it, it they, seemed they to did be have a propane site. on site. They did have propane so you get on propane site. Propane so there, amenities. which we didn't. Also, the other thing about our site is they had the sewer on one side and then the, the water and the electric on an, another. Well, on our RV here, it's all down one side. Most of them so, are. And yeah. even the guy came over trying to help out. And he says, yeah, sorry. Oh, we've been meaning to get that corrected for a long time. It's sort of a funky site. Well, yeah, thanks yeah, a well, lot. We, we, we got the it. funky site. Yep. Yeah. So, so again, as an RVer, it, it was, it was just okay. Just okay. Yeah, I wasn't. Hey, I think they rated it a four something online. But so. yeah, they were. We were trying to make sure that we keep our ratings up so that we learn the best that we can as we're out on this endeavor. Um, but I would say that they were probably a three. They seemed like a nice site, but it, yeah. they, we were really packed in. It was in the pretty city close. too. It was right in the city, right and behind I, I an apartment complex. I don't want to go camping in the city. I don't know about you, but I sort of. Yeah. We right. didn't know it at. It's hard to find things online. That's another thing we're experiencing is right. actually how to go about finding, uh, you know, a good place to camp and that kind of thing. So, and when we find the right techniques and, and tools, we will pass. And not, it and not along. just that during peak season, everything's booked. Yes, it's so we're lucky season. to get anything. Deb was lucky to get where we are, but uh, we'll talk, tell you about that in a minute. Yeah. So then after Cedar, where did we go? Well, after that area at Montrose, we actually decided to try a state park. So. Was Chuck cool. was helpful. We were looking for places near water. So we did have a few expectations. Yep. Um, and we actually landed in Mancos State Manco. Cars. Manco State Mancos, Park. Colorado, which is just beyond Durango. So that was what took us through all of the mountain passes to the beyond the beautiful town of Durango, Colorado. And so we, our last night in Colorado was at a state park, which means there were no hookups nope. at that point. No Wi-Fi. So we no Wi-Fi. And, and we were grateful to have a, yeah. Here's the deal. I read the rules. We weren't supposed to have the, the generator, generator on after, after 10 o'clock. <laughs> but that means if we didn't have the generator running, no, none of our outlets were working. Right. And I have a device that I have to use. <laughs> I'm going to leave it as a mystery. <laughs> yeah, I want to leave that as a mystery because it oh, sounds interesting. What yeah. device? I have a device yeah, I have to use. You figure it out. But yeah. I had it. 
I have a device that I needed to have powered in. Yep. <laughs> for the night. He needed to power for the night. So um, it was neat. It was That was our first rustic with lots it of was trees. Cool. It was more of a camping experience it. from what we were yeah. ever used to. And it was I cool. Took, I took Deb out in the dark, the pitch black dark. Yeah. She couldn't stand it for very long. Well, and what there did, was something going on. There, I'm telling you, there was a little critter. We got the banjo. Now we got a little critter. Or yeah. something. So when it's pitch black dark, we don't have the flashlight on. We're standing on the road in the middle of this dirt road. Looking at, looking the, looking stars. at the stars. Which I, I'm pretty sure the stars actually was a, was a big UFO ship. I tried to point that out to Deb out. Well, you've yeah. got to let everyone know what you read that was in that particular area that we needed to be careful of. So, Well, that wasn't UFOs, but... It was no. bears, jaguars, coyotes, and rattlesnakes. Well, black and, and brown bears. Did I say mountain lions? No. You... My mountain lions were another one, but they were rare. So, yeah. So, so... That's, that's, what, uh, that's what I read. Yes. And so we had it. It was pitch black, dark, and I did. I heard this. Or something. And it sounded like it was running across the road. And then I heard that. Did you hear that again? Did you hear that again? I'm like, shh. And so I get the flashlight out, and there's nothing around. But as soon as the flashlight goes off, you hear this little critter. Yeah, wrestling in the leaves or whatever. You make a funny critter sound. That's well, hilarious. It sounded, it sounded like a funny thing. <laughs> it didn't sound like a real critter. It sounded like something off that UFO that I saw up there. Oh, goodness. So that was a very interesting, again, we had the generator running. We weren't sure if we were going to get knocks on the door in the middle of yes. the night saying, uh, hey, did, you're making noise. Or I will whatever. say that I felt bad because I did not really want to disturb anybody. And the sights were really pretty well spread out. And that's yeah. why Deb, went, Deb and I went on the walk in the dark so we could <laughs> see how bad the generator really was because I really didn't want to put anybody right. out. We were testing it yeah. all out. And I didn't think it was all that bad. And no, nobody bothers and we got out of there pretty early in the morning so yep so then after that we were headed to the wonderful Arizona area so that we can partake in the Grand Canyon that's one of the big things that we have on our list to do because this has become a canyon trip for whatever the reason is Gorge Canyon, the Gorge whatever. Canyon yep so we are actually at the Canyon Gateway RV Park now in beautiful Williams, Arizona. So kind of bringing everyone along the journey with us. And it's, again, it, I think it's clean. Mm, it's clean. It's um, sort of clean. It's clean. I'm only giving it a 3.5 at this point. Really? Yeah. And again, it's it's right over. We got a truck. You know, well, we got the there's Love Shack here. We'll tell you about that in a minute. <laughs> there's but, there's a truck stop. The yeah, Love is right over there. The highway is, is that right direction. There. So you hear so all the trucks nestled in between all of this commotion and activity. Which I again online, you don't realize really what you're booking. It's convenient location right off the interstate. Okay, sounds great. It, and it, and again, like Chuck had mentioned, what we're dealing with is everything is booked. I yep. called and you got and lucky on this. I one. got lucky on this one, so I was just grateful to take a, a place where we could be close, close, an hour away from the Grand Canyon. But in all reality, that's close for what we're dealing with right now, and it is season. And you know what? The COVID does not seem to have impacted travelers. Would you agree? I mean, I guess the only way I would know is if there was a lot more traffic. Um, but okay. you know, people, people are wearing masks. Everywhere, everywhere we go, people right. have masks. It's, you know, like a different world we live in. You can't, you know, Deb forgot her mask about a couple of times. Oh. Um, and so, yeah. 
I did. She won't do that anymore. No, though. I won't. No. <laughs> but but I, what's I, interesting I, is that, you know, state by state, we're running into different expectations. But so far, Colorado and Arizona have been very, very clear that they're requiring masks upon entry into most mm -hmm. everywhere you go. So even at restaurants, if you go in and dine, they're asking you to wear your masks until you're eating. So yep. it, it is, again, watching these times change and everything that's happening. We're watching and, and seeing that across different, different states. It's, yeah, it's, it's like different. sort of the norm now. It's like, yeah, you know, it's a big deal. Yeah. But, so yeah. this particular RV park is kind of an interesting perspective, but we needed to do a little bit of. Uh, we got to work, catch up. We have work to catch up on. We have to make sure, again, obviously, if we're RVing, we've got to have food in our house. And so we had to do that. That's kind of taken some interesting perspectives of figuring out where to we go. We had tacos food. last night. <laughs> we did. We're on, on the, Wednesday. we're on the road camping and I'm making tacos or making tacos. Really They're pretty good. Well. Yep. So we're in Williams. Um, the plan is to hopefully get to the Grand Canyon either tomorrow or Saturday. Saturday. So we will certainly bring whatever we can, uh, hopefully alive for you. But that's the travels. Um, and again, Thumper's still in Texas. We will be heading there to pick him up here shortly yep. in the next week or so uh, and get him home so that we can bring him back to full life. So why is there this big, huge pause? I'd have to edit that out, you know? No, you don't have to edit it out. So we just want to bring everyone um, along with us on our journey, some of the experiences. And what I think that will be uh, fun as we go, not only, so this one's a 3.5 for yes, you. Yes, I was going to say. Yep. Oh, I unfortunately would probably have to agree. I couldn't say based on its location that we, it's a four. We don't have a picnic table. There's, There's no, picnic no pool. Table. We do have cable, which I have Wi-Fi that's been good. They have cable but I didn't put it on. And again, Actually, what we use, just so you know, is we do stream um, with uh, Netflix or whatever. So we yes. just brought our little Roku deal with us. Right. And, and again, uh, that's, that's a good tip for, for people that are interested in entertainment while they're traveling, whether you're RVing, toy hauling, um, or even tent camping, if you bring something along with you that way, is the easiest way that we found. And again, we could have gotten satellite connection and all that fancy stuff. Again, some are parks provide cable and that's been a little bit basic of an interesting cable, channel so basic to get local channels but yeah we i Sounds and that was your recommendation is bring the roku we've got all the things that we need and so that's been kind of a lifesaver is being able to log into netflix and or all the things that you do and or have on a device like that at home so. we just don't know what's going on in the world as far as news or anything like that and I guess that's been okay. It hasn't affected us in any way as far as we know. Right. The other interesting travel perspective based on COVID that I wanted to talk about is every park has been a little bit different about what's open and what's closed. Now, the last RV park that we were in, in Montrose, they closed their restrooms. Restrooms, laundry, everything was closed to the public. Um, so you had to be, and many of them have said, you need to be a fully self-contained unit. And actually, the first park that we stayed at, too, which is Mountain View, they had the same requirement. You have to be a fully self-contained unit, which is fine. Here, in this particular park, they said laundry is closed, but the bathrooms are open. And I thought that that was interesting. But yet, I've watched people coming in and out of laundry. So, I, you know, I just, you don't know what's really happening, but you got to go figure it out for yourself. But this whole COVID thing... I think has completely changed for travelers, maybe the way you can and or cannot do things. But the good news is, is if you need to do laundry like us, we found one in the downtown area and maybe we'll make that happen here in the next couple of days because I do need to do laundry. And the big problem is, is because we did count on Thumper being with us. Uh, whenever we have to go somewhere, we either have to walk. We walked over a mile <laughs> That's uh, what I a couple to of nights about. ago to go to 
Colorado Boy Pizza. Yes, that's and, right. Uh, Shout out to them. Great pizza. It was all right. It wasn't what I quite expected. It, it was all right, but, you know. It wasn't what we were thinking of for pizza, but it was different. It was, well, you know, on on Google said going there 1.1 mile, I think. Uh, And on the way back, it said 1.3 miles. And I'm like, okay, 1.3 is a little bit closer to one and a half. But we really had to trek it into town. And so here I know that we miss getting wet too. The downtown area is just under a mile, but again, knowing Google, we we'll probably will be over a mile. So you do want to take the adventure. I don't know. There are times when I do and times when I don't. So, but it's easy to get around. The only problem is we just have to, you know, put everything away, the sewer, the electric, the water. And that's basically about it, really. Well, all the stuff that we have around right. to make sure it doesn't fall all over the house place. So. And, and unpack. You know, that's the issue. So when we get settled down, we want to settle down. And right. they don't have, you know, Uber. Actually, we did look up when I was at that place. You did, well, yes. they wanted 40 bucks or something, so I know it had to be 10 miles away. We walked 10 miles. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, the Lyft or Uber that you found was $40 for one and less than one and a half miles. Yeah. I figured either one, there's only one Uber driver in town, or we're going to be in trouble. Yeah, he's making the bucks. Yeah. So it was a little, again, you know, we're so used to in a bigger city and bigger towns to the modern conveniences of life. And we're experiencing that that doesn't happen everywhere. But so, so I really wouldn't recommend this RV park. Actually, I'd try to find something off the beaten path. This is the beaten path here. Right. Um, well, so, I mean, and there is one in the area. I think it's the Grand Canyon Railroad because I did call them as well. And that one, that one's look, in down. That's know, in the downtown like area. Yeah, I saw so. that. I, I would like, actually, that would be good. Actually, we might look into it. Then we That's wouldn't have to right. drive. Then we wouldn't have to drive. So to we can actually area. go hang out downtown. Looks so darn cool. Yeah, it, it looks awesome. Look like it's um, so you know we want to get down there and check that out. But even that, the only reason that would be good is so that you can hang out downtown and right. party. Yeah. So I. That sounds pretty good, actually. In the downtown on Route 66, which is fun, looks like it's a, yeah, a great time. There's yeah. lots of fun. There's an Italian restaurant. There's steakhouses several breweries. Like. There's steakhouses. There's a Mexican restaurant. There's lots of really neat places if you just wanted to. And it's very rustic, very similar to it's the like downtown Western in Silverton. Setup, so we stopped cool. in Silverton yep. and got some pictures of that yep. downtown Hi- area. Hi- highest Harley Davidson. Highest, highest Harley Davidson. That's right. So, again, we just want to make sure that we're bringing all the great stuff to you. And so that well, along we can, your we travels. We can't t- forget to tell them about what's behind us. And I tried oh, to lift this up to show you. Let's but this take is a, a look. Big, huge. Uh, this is a bus that yeah. is towing a, a Jeep on the back end of it. And you need to share the name of this bus. This bus us. is, what is it? Love Shack, it's baby, love, love shack. shack. I'm not going to say Love it. Shack. Okay, that's enough of that. So it was yeah, pretty fun. We were singing as they the were. the top part for the bus. As they're rolling yeah. in, which is also Wonder Lodge. Wonder Lodge is what they've called it. So they've got a couple names on the bus. Um, but they love came in shack. and we like sang them into their parking space <laughs> beside us. So it was fun. It's yeah. neat. It's pretty cool. Yeah. We're having a good time. Uh, we hope that you guys are enjoying the, us bringing this to you. Yeah. Uh, we just want to encourage you to get out and do it too. And uh, check out, you know, I tell you, if you haven't been to the Rocky Mountains, make a trip. Make It will trip. be well worth it. And what was that city that, you know, at the top there? Do you remember what that was? We drove right through it. I was like, we should have stopped it because that was another neat town. Oberton or. Auray. O-U-R-A-Y. Auray. And it said the Switzerland of the U.S. Yep. And we got a picture of it. It was beautiful. It was kind of nestled in this coast. I don't know. We were like sort of, I don't know, we were mesmerized or something. And we drove right through it. I was like, 
we should. And should so we get stopped. up. Deb goes up a couple of turns. I says, maybe we should go back and hang out there for a while. She says, I'm not no, going back I'm down. I'm not driving back down right now. <laughs> and that was only and halfway that was just up two the turns. Oh. Yeah, well, it was only two turns. I don't know. It, it was, was a, this one and then this one. We were just a, going through the second turn. It was a pretty steep climb because we've got pictures from that top. So right. two steep turns. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up, Deb. Let All everybody right. know how they can. Yeah, be can sure to, to reach out to us on Facebook, either with the Chuck and Deb Show and Biker Life Radio. You can also find us on our webpage as the Chuck and Please be sure to leave messages and or as several of our listeners have told us, content or things that we need to make sure we cover in the biking world so that we can bring it all to you. The one thing I do from a biking world perspective I wanted to make sure we talked about was there was a great ride back in our oh, yeah, hometown for remembering you talk of about Bradenton, again, kind of wrapping it up around motorcycling, is that our local, uh, some friends of ours participated in a local bikers. Scott and Christy Scott Creep and Christy Pop. Creep Pop, yep, attended a... Bikers, back, back the, back the back blue, blue back bikers, the blue. Um, and how ride. many bikers? Over, over three hundred. Like they a said fabulous turnout. It was a great turnout. So we I just want to make sure that we acknowledge that, was that really cool because that. we do have uh, blue in our family as a law enforcement, and so we just want to make sure that we're uh, giving kudos to those bikers that are out there supporting great causes. And that was one that right we on. happened to see, and unfortunately we missed. So thank you, Scott and Christy, for representing and being part part yeah. of that whole in, uh, event. Yep. So being gone, we do miss out on some things as well. And just as a reminder, if you could, if you give us some feedback, go out to Apple podcast and leave us a review. Uh, however, whatever you want to say would be great. Just uh, some feedback would be real positive or whatever your uh, podcast platform is. That's you right. can leave it there or of course on any of our social media sites that you can find us on. And be sure and invite all your friends and subscribe and like so that you do not miss an episode because we love coming to you. And if there's something that you want us to see while we're out here, give us a shout. Let us know. We'll see if we can check it out for you. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, Deb. We appreciate everybody here. Thank you so much for stopping in and listening. We do appreciate you very much. Hope you're all doing well. And look forward to seeing you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye for now.